0: Welcome to Think Again, a programme presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organisation working for social change for almost 26 years. We're broadcasting from the studio of 3CR Community Radio on the lands of the Wurundjeri people, lands that have never been ceded. I'm Jacques Boulay and my usual co-presenter, Jennifer, has a day off. Uh, Today I'm talking with Jack Manning-Bancroft, CEO of the international mentoring programme AIM, Australian Indigenous Mentoring Experience, whose book, Hoodie Economics, has just been published by Melbourne publisher Hardy Grand. So, welcome to Think Again, Jack.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Jack, your book's subtitle, Changing Our Systems to Value What Matters, which immediately resonated with me as I received the media release of the publisher a few months ago, and it resonated with what we want to do with this radio program as well. Think again, we call it, in February. Jennifer and I reiterated the values we at Borderlands Cooperative have been pursuing. However implicitly that may have been of happening. We named our key values relationality, diversity and inclusion, in fact... Our very first programme now four and a half years ago was about relationality. And we have come back to this theme again and again in the course of our conversations and what this might mean in our living practice and the systems we perpetuate. So Jack, like you suggest throughout your book, starting our chat from the broadest possible personal and contextual vantage point vantage point, what brought you to starting and developing the meanwhile global mentoring enterprise?
1: Yeah, I think um, part of it was just trying to see the the map of the challenges we've inherited and um, I don't particularly like the idea that we're just on some inevitable lemming pathway and we just kind of sit there and we're born and then we march on until we die. I think we're thinking um, creatures and we have the ability to design, which is really beautiful and we can look at contextual challenges of what we've inherited and if we can see enough of the map then there's a chance we might be able to improve the the health of our lives collectively and individually and so that was sort of the essence of the work 20 years ago um when we started we looked at one node in the network um for about 12 years which was a bridge between universities and then indigenous high school kids and and then over the course of a decade plus of work realize that inequity is not limited to one nation state and it's not limited to one species and in this full circularity of trying to expand to improve the health of our network to understand each other and find that common ground where of course where you know we are one species it's not some woo were idea like we are you know one species on earth mm-hmm. um, then finding that the way to actually over the course of the last 10 years as we've rolled out around the world and worked out how we could work together, found that back full circle to our Indigenous systems, thinking here and a lot of time I've spent with Tyson, Uncle Porter and a bunch of other really beautiful thinkers back home. Like Our role is to be custodians and that's when we get emancipated from the race and I think that's when we lift from war and destruction when our role is to serve nature um, and be in relation with nature, and to know that nature is a source of all the IP and all the intelligence of what we've inherited, and and then suddenly it's came on. You've got twenty, you know, billion billion other animals we share the rock with, or and you know, there's seven, I think, million other species that are alive, and we're one of seven million. And then I think contextually, the idea of our nation states um, starts to. At least soften, um, if not you know deteriorate in its like in its necessity for it to be a finality and that playground. And so yeah, that that's sort of been part of the pathway to trying to basically looking at human beings and going, I don't believe that we're fundamentally evil. I think um, some people are born in in real places of pain. Uh, Some people are born in the systems which tempt them from a very early age to chase power and be rewarded for that and Many of us are just born into networks that we've inherited from a couple of hundred plus years ago that were set out to divide us all, Um, and we haven't Mm -hmm. really rewritten the boundaries of that. We're kind of, you know, built some shitty drawbridges into those castle houses and let, you know, other people were allowed to have access into the party. And you know, we've got now this really significant set of macro challenges which are hammering us as a species, and you know, the need for a design decade, I think, is. um, is really critical and so we've been morphing the work and part of the the work behind Hoodie Economics was it was really a philosophy text to underpin the birth of a digital country for the world, to be a lab for humanity mm-hmm. and a space mm-hmm. in between, of which we've created called Imagination. So yeah. that's, the, um, that's the broad answer to a simple yeah. question, I suppose.
0: <laughs> yes, you apply the concept of relationality throughout your book to the various aspects of our living, including the economy. Indeed, your largest chapter is sort of subtitled it's the first two words in the chapter, relational economy. And it really expresses a lot of what we at Borderlands have also tried to achieve with our various initiatives over the 25 years. Could you just expand a bit on that, knowing, of course, that it would probably take 20 of our radio programs to do it total justice. But uh, what do you mean with relational economy?
1: Yeah, look, I I think to go to the reductive sort of Simplification, which is sometimes helpful for translation, like the that you lead with relations first, and mm-hmm. and I think part of the challenge when we enter a model, um, you know, I went and danced with all the as many of the different economists I could through history, and you know, spent time with Adam Smith and through his work of Wealth of Nations, and and kind of found this space where you're like, oh, maybe that's one of the spots that we got stuck, and and it was around IP and keeping secrets of the trade, and. Adam Smith's talking about a cost maker and, and having the chance to hold on to the secrets that that cloth maker works out to how to, you know, a clever way to do the dye more efficiently. That if they keep those secrets in their family over the course of a couple of hundred years, they can accumulate more and more profit. So it was that moment I was like, oh, we're rewarded for keeping secrets from uh-huh. each other. <laughs> and then when we're rewarded from keeping secrets of intelligence from each other, then we get these hidden agendas, which happens so often in negotiation around relationships um, outside of our our homes and, you know, maybe even inside our homes, like what's the hidden agenda that's behind the veil of this person? What secret are they keeping? What knowledge are they keeping from me? And so we just share our knowledge inside our small circles and it's only human-based and we pretend like we own that IP as well, which is also a flaw, I think, in the, the logic that you know, that, that cloth knowledge, like even the cloth itself, like it's not, it's come mm-hmm. from the earth. Mm-hmm. It's come from a variety of different playgrounds and different species and different intelligence that have helped create the pigments and the movement and the shapes and the yarn and all that sort of stuff. So we, I, I think there's sort of, you know, there's lots of different movements of different stages where we've come together and tried to find that commonality. I think one of the things which, is challenging in, you know you look at the stop wall street movement or other movements which work on protest if you're just standing for um stopping what exists then mm-hmm. i think it's really hard to keep the movement going like mm-hmm. you can kind of pull down the walls but then how do you do the engineering of of what comes next and when i'm we've been looking at relational economics it's been a combination of okay well if you can lead with relations you need a set of behaviors um to help people navigate that pathway so you'd the bad actors um, who keep their secrets of the trade, um, you know, are potentially the anomaly. And you have a set of social behaviors that then reward and incentivize give giving into a network. And it's one of the things that happens in our indigenous systems. You give and you don't expect anything in return. and You know, it's not a waste of time mm-hmm. and it's a really healthy model for abundance. And then I was like, oh, that's gospel, you know, and then I met this, um this beautiful Buddhist uh, from Nantian Temple. We were doing a, a workshop together down there and, she said to me, Jack, like, but you also have to practice receive, receive. And that was really, really powerful insight for me because you you then, you can't see the spiral move. Like, you stop the energy flow if you don't accept that help as well. And often when we're changing things or, you know, we can fall very quickly into the hero um, mindset and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then we can justify and feel entitled for our self-sacrifice. And um, And then when help comes our way, we don't have the softness because we're too um Mm -hmm. where our armor is too tight around our hearts Mm -hmm. because of the ways of moving so we can't have the softness to let the energy come to us and Mm -hmm. then we've actually created a block in the energy cycle so i think yeah looking at how that movement moves and and Mm -hmm. then you know a a coin is just um i think a coin is just like it's an accumulation of time knowledge and opportunities and our attention and Mm -hmm. whatever we Mm -hmm. pour into that that coin is what then creates that value so we've been looking at the hoodie that's been a, a token for us that for the most part hasn't been able to be bought um, over 20 years and going alright well what does this look like as a token and it's actually formed the spine for a, a web based digital token and then the physical hoodies are going to be released inside imagination we have no money inside there but that becomes like a reputational credit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which you know we've seen the scouts do really well and lots of people over the years have used reputational like badges and credits as a way of moving economies and I think the the big design challenge for us, which we're deeply hopeful for with Imagination, and um, is it not another Web three playground like that? We actually translate it, and where I think it starts to get really exciting is if you lead with relations. So let's one of the groups that we're going to be helping accredit is a million kids um, to re-establish custodial economies. Mm -hmm. so so those Mm -hmm. kids get their custodial economic hoodie badge on their passport inside imagination they can then trade and they can get a job and all that sort of stuff like that's pretty cool for hacking the network i mean the 15 year old maybe doesn't have to you know finish traditional school or go to uni or whatever Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. where i think the game changes if we can then convince airbnb to put the hoodie token on their platform and say hey airbnb how about for everyone that's got a custodial president token, mm-hmm, they can go, mm-hmm. um, let's encourage the, the hosts around the world to put this token there as a symbol to say, we invite the custodians of the world to come into our homes and improve the health and intelligence of where we live, not mm-hmm. out of a charitable thing, not to say we help the poor, um, diverse people. Actually, the exchange is on intelligence. Then then you've got something on a ledger of an established commerce platform and we've got ourselves a ball game. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is kind of, um, when we were, work- we were travelling around the world earlier this year, I was in Paris for a- when we were telling a big story there with this group we are working with and there's this beautiful waterfall where there's a tiny little cup at the top and it cascades down and like, I think a lot of our design work in relational economy or um, running you know, parallel economic playgrounds we don't work out how to cascade it down to the biggest pool mm-hmm. and then to mush mm-hmm. it all together and then recycle it back uh-huh. together and mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's kind of been part of the design work, it's been mm-hmm. A total trip, and I'm glad the book's done, and I don't want to have to do this thinking ever again in my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just for our listeners, you're listening to Think Again on 3CR Radio, 855 AM on your dial, and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today I'm talking with Jack Manning-Bancroft, founder and CEO of the mentoring program AIM, and about his just-published book, Hoodie Economics, and about how much of the thinking resonates with what we try to do at Borderlands as well as in Think Think, our Think Again program, and in our community development publication, The New Community. So, uh, Jack, in your book, really, you very much also extend, and you already mentioned it just a little bit before, you extend your call for the recognition of the central importance of relationality to the non-human, to plants and animals, to Mother Earth, to the universe as a whole. Could you please expand a bit on that for our listeners?
1: yeah I think it's like um complex and simple, like we're mm-hmm. we're out of relation, like we're just we've just lost our relational context, and when you lose your relational context, when you don't have ceremony in that links you to the reality of all these other species that we share a rock with, when you create spaces and places that remove nature because it's seen as a threat or seen as something savage that we need to conquer. Um, Mm -hmm. then you just lose this huge source of intelligence. You Mm -hmm. you create a margin Mm -hmm. and you make the margin very small and Mm -hmm. you exclude 7 million other species. And when you look at the longer systems, look at the system on this um, part of the rock where where we're talking from today, like, you know, the the 60,000 years is sort of thrown around as a phrase, like, um, and it's quite abstract to kind of grab as a number because it's so enormous. But you don't, you know you think about a generation of a family empire or a business that everyone's like, you know, where they were amazing, it's usually like 50 years, you know, <laughs> that they were able to hold it together to to build some big empire and, and, it, and then it then collapses. Like mm-hmm. it sort of, mm-hmm. it ends, it dies, it gets filled with corruption, decay, it loses its soul and what it did was just like, you know, in its model it was just how does it grow, 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 grow and it didn't grow in any level of relational context more often than not. You know, in the middle sector of whatever this space is between where we, you know, social enterprise or whatever nonprofit means as a descriptor, where you start to think about outside the margins first, um, then you start to see some really interesting models which are getting closer to being in relation. And mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. our you know, again, it's super reductive, but my analysis on our indigenous systems here and many that we've been able to connect with abroad over you know, we've been working in fifty odd countries for the last four or five years now and you know, the the patterns of the the, the smartest, like our um, most intelligent labs understand that we are in deep relation with nature. And that there is actually more economically to be gained from the intelligence and in exchange with that intelligence than from just simple extraction. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's mm-hmm. more there. And that's just like very simple, clever design. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that, this is a part where I think if you're in different, like, mindsets or different playgrounds, like if you come from maybe an inherited sort of playground around more of a traditional economic frame, it's it's not the look-away moment. Like, it's not the, oh, this is the, again, the woo-woo, like, you know, trippy, hippie kind of playground. It's just about the prize of intelligence, Do so we want to be smart as a species. Uh-huh. And if we want to be smart, then surely we look at the, the successful case studies. Like, we love a Harvard case study and a Stanford case study, but one on Nike about selling shoes, like, that ain't, like, in a macro story of of life, that ain't about sustaining successful, hopeful, beautiful, rich, intelligent life, like, complexity and movement of of love, of, of navigating, like, um, joy, of, of moving and living in outer space. Like, but the longer systems are. You're like, oh, these systems that have been in relation with these species. Um, so I think that's that's, like, you know, particularly the last six or seven years, like, we went, we went abroad in part because um, Australia sometimes follows on ideas and, mm. and that's um, mm. really sad and I wanted to show that we can like, we can help lead on ideas mm-hmm. and it was really in the last, like, in that process of going abroad to go, oh, we've got this lab here, you know, like we've got this super beautiful lab which models custodianship. Mm-hmm. And I think that phrase Tyson and myself and a, and a few of the crew in the Indigenous Knowledge Systems Labs that we kick it without a Deacon Uni. We've been trying to work on that code-switching translation. Like, not everyone can be Indigenous. Like, I'm, I i believe I'm lucky to be part of, of the oldest continuous surviving culture on Earth. Like, um, But not every person can be Indigenous. And, and part of the awkwardness sometimes comes when, you know, you have non-Indigenous people kicking around an Aboriginal flag or you have all this, you're like, oh, what is that space in between? You know, the intense riot. Mm-hmm. But we haven't maybe developed the vocab of how you can then be Mm-hmm. active and not passive you know how you can be like oh yeah i'm i want to vote yes for a referendum um or i want to vote no for or, because of progress or i want to whatever the the inverted commas progressive movement is to see change even if the conservative movement is trying to find the, the framework of How do you actually activate the behavioral principles to get the essence of it? And the essence of it is we are custodians. We are meant to be in relation with nature. Mm. And when Mm. we're not in relation with nature, the earth gets sick. When Mm. we're in relation with nature, the earth gets healthy and we get healthier. Mm. And that's the context. You know, we wander around with our heads plugged into more and more devices and we are just removing ourselves more and more and more and more from relation. Mm -hmm. And that'll, that'll just end up with, the inevitable demise of, of okay. what happens Live the lemming story or yeah. we can course correct and be like cool um being in relation we can be in relation we can do that and and we can do that in our cities we don't need to pull our city city door like you know buildings down we can we can find a way to be connected to the water like mm-hmm. you know in in sydney we're working with getting 20 organizations um as a case study back in relation with um crayweed which is one species of, of sea forest and we're helping then reforest um, a coastline over a decade. But what we're interested in is not so much the million bucks raising for the reforestation or the health of the forest or the health of the, the nature that accumulates around this crayweed when it's reforested. Mm-hmm. What we're interested in is what happens to the intelligence of the leaders and the people that are involved in being in relation with the crayweed when they go back to work and they go back to their life and, mm-hmm. and measuring that against a uh, you know university degree or a leadership course and being like, well, hang on a minute, your whole model of how you built like patterns for how highways run or for how to solve homelessness as a homelessness minister or all these things, that Mm -hmm. was inspired by how the crayweed moved underwater or the pressure you felt on your body when you realized that you were not in control. Um, Mm -hmm. And that shifted Mm -hmm. your whole mindset to then go, oh, there's life underneath the water, there's life in outer space, and you found a systems design and, so then, the question for me is like, well, what's the IP relationship look like for nature then, and mm-hmm. and what does that look like to go back and have that exchange? So the minister for housing in New South Wales stands up and says, I solved part of this challenge, and but I didn't do it; um, us all did it, and I, I you know, I learned from the crayweed, and so we're going to establish this permanent crayweed library, and the crayweed gets to sign the house bill um, for for the minister for <laughs> housing in parallel, and
0: mm-hmm. then
1: we're finding a way. I think,
0: yeah. Yeah, particularly also then rethinking about what you mentioned about the give-give and uh, receive-receive kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah. Jack sorry but we are running out of time (laughs) particularly also because we lost our first eight or so minutes sorry for that again thank you for sharing your thoughts with us I hope that we can invite you another time probably next year and that may become part of the what you refer to as the UNC times five, the Mm. Uncommon Connection times five idea and the processes which are associated with it and Mm. eventually probably involve you and AIM and others from Deakin University in the knowledge systems with us at borderlands and uh, particularly in a, the new area where we have moved to so thanks again very much and uh, we will particularly also put uh, the title and the references to your book on our website
1: that's uh, my pleasure and I think if you yeah want to be a part of a network of networks or any of the listeners that are out there like if, if you guys want to apply for one of the visas that are live in imagination, we want to bring together a network of all mm. these people that are thinking these ways. And then mm. we've been weaving the Indigenous knowledge system sort of through imagination. So that's there. So maybe mm. when we gather, it can be from an imagination soundstage sometime next year.
0: Mm. Thank you so much for that. All and good. Uh, We need to now finish off. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio and supporting our program. Uh, if you want to send us a message, you can email borderlands borders at borderlands.org.au. dot Past programs are available on podcast uh, on your favourite via your favourite platform and via the three CR website. Meanwhile, please enjoy Milka Mana by King Stingray.